Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No brakes. No brakes. No fear. No fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Busy time for British Speedway. We've got plenty of action with back-to-back bank holiday weekends. We've also got plenty of Australians on the programme this week. Max Frick is the first one. He went back to the National Speedway Stadium for the first time since winning the championship with Bellevue last season, but with his new club, the Leicester Lions. Gate 3 wasn't that great early on, and I just got covered in uh, in mud, let's say. I can think of a few other words for it. But... We'll hear from Rory Schlein, who top-scored for Wolves as they defeated the Peterborough Panthers at Monmore. It, it's good, you know, track was racy, you know, a lot, lot of hard racing going on, so, um, yeah, another win, Yeah, we'll just keep on travelling. Ryan Douglas has been a busy man, both here and abroad, and he's safely seen the Scunthorpe Scorpions through to the BSN Series semi-finals. Yeah, it's good for Scunthorpe. Obviously, the last couple of years haven't had much of the competitions, but yet knocked out, been going home pretty early. So, yeah, it's nice to go to that next stage, and hopefully we can build on that. Now we'll hear from Sam Masters, back at Armadale for the first time, but wearing an Oxford race suit. It's a nice start to the season with Oxford. It's, it's been enjoyable. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying my speedway all around, really. And joining me throughout this episode, we've got not one, but two very special guests. Friends in real life, but rivals on the track this season. We'll hear from Damien Hume of the Ipswich Witches and the Red Car Bears, and Adam Roynan of the Pool Pirates and the Edinburgh Monarchs Academy in the National Development League throughout this episode, here on No Breaks, No Fear. No Breaks, No Fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome along to this week's episode. Lots happening across British Speedway and, of course, a busy time as well with uh, bank holidays and extra meetings happening around those and uh, the Cab Direct Championship League fixtures getting underway in this coming week as well at the time of recording it. But we'll start with the May Bank Holiday Monday action. There was plenty of it and it all started at noon at the National Speedway Stadium where the Bellevue Aces went six points clear at the top of the Premiership after a 52-38 win over the Leicester Lions at the National Speedway Stadium. Skipper for the Aces, Brady Kurtz, raced to 14 points from five rides being defeated only by former home star Max Frick in heat 11 before turning the tables in heats 13 and 15. Meanwhile Tom Brennan added 9 plus 1 bonus point for the defending champions while Frick top scored for the Lions with his 11. Chris Harris supplying the ride of the day with a spectacular effort to get the better of Dan Bewley and Norrick Bladorn. Well let's hear from uh, some of those involved in that fixture. Here is Max Frick chatting with Dave Rowe after that fixture yeah i felt okay you know it's always hard hit one here um gate three wasn't that great early on and i just got covered in uh, in mud let's say i can think of a few other words for it but there's uh it, it was good fun it's always fun racing here there's so many race lines um the spray was really heavy tonight which made it difficult from behind um but you know a few you know steps forward in, in regards to my own performances over the weekend and, and today so um far from perfect but uh you know steps in the right direction heat 15 was particularly tough you and brady kurtz looked like there was some contact on the third bend think maybe if you'd gone down brady might have been excluded but fair play to you you rode it out 
yeah, you know, I, you can't wait too fast if we pull the moves like that around here. And, and uh, if I was to go down, it, it, it would have hurt. So uh, I, I did my best to save it. I stayed upright. Um, you know, it was hard racing and, and uh, you know, lived to fight another day. Team as a whole, it's, it's not quite clicking together. You're not a million miles away from, from getting things right. But obviously you've got an, an important home match against Wolverhampton to come on Thursday. Try and get that consistency on your home track. Exactly. You know, it's going to be really important on Thursday. We need a big performance. Um, you know, we're just, like you say, not quite clicking yet. You know, I have bad meetings or someone else, you know, we're not really all clicking together on the same page um, yet. But uh, I de- there's definitely the potential there. Everyone's capable of doing it. Um, we just need that day to come. And like you said, not a bad weekend. You've very nearly made the semis at Gorichan, scored well in, in Poland. Do you feel you're getting through the early season issues now? Yeah, you know, it, it's always hard the start of the season. You know, it's been so cold, so wet. Um, haven't had a lot of practice and I've been trying to... You know, I've got a lot of changes and a few new things for this year as well that we've been trying to work on. And, uh, you know, we kind of went backwards there for, for, a, for a weekend or so, or a couple of meetings. Um, and we're just trying to kind of find our feet again and, and uh, you know, get back on. So it was a big win for the Bellevue Aces and uh, Max Frick there racing against his former side at the National Speedway Stadium and finding it a difficult afternoon. For the Bellevue Aces, they extend their lead at the top of the Premiership with um, a six-point advantage over everyone else at the moment, but they have ridden more meetings. We'll have a look at the full picture very soon, but that could uh, certainly be a a narrower gap if the teams below them win their matches in hand and uh, some have three or four matches in hand on the Bellevue Aces at this moment in time. So turning our attention now to the Ipswich Witches and uh, what a day for Emil Saifutinov on Bank Holiday Monday, racing to his first 15-point full maximum as the Ipswich Witches took the local Derby honours with a 52-38 win over Kings Lynn. Saifutinov winning, of course, all five of his rides. Number one, Jason Doyle, also unbeaten by an opponent from four outings for the Witches, storming to a 12-point lead after the first four races in front of what was a big bank holiday crowd at Foxhall. Nikolai Clint top scored for the Stars, who paid the price for a sluggish start to the meeting and seeking a turnaround when the sides are due to meet again later this week. Well, let's hear from Danian Hume now, who joins us on the podcast. And Danian, you're involved in that meeting. Um, we'll talk about Emil Saifutinov uh, in a moment, because I'm sure people are fascinated to know what it's like racing in a side with uh, a rider who's currently on that form at this moment in time. But for you, you were out in heat number one, and it was a bit of a, a hairy start to your afternoon there, wasn't it? Uh, it was, yeah. Um yeah, I was out in heat one and then straight away in heat two and yeah, both both heats uh, got stopped. Um yeah, because of a crash in the first bend. But um uh, luckily the second one I, w- I wasn't involved in. I, I probably um I wouldn't say I caused it. Um it was just one of those where you all gate together and it's just a domino effect and yeah, the guys on the outside got wiped out, but um that's that's racing and obviously everyone's going for the win. And there was an incident as well where um, Kyle Howarth got excluded and a lot of people felt it should have been all four back. I think the video was shown online. Uh, but um, Kyle Howarth was excluded, who was guesting for Kings Lynn. I guess for, for Ipswich, you'd take that decision. But what were your views on that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, to be fair, um, I've, seen, I've seen the video back and for me, it, it should have been all four back. Um, it, was, it was just one of those things... You, he shouldn't have been excluded in my eyes, and I'm sure majority of the people would, would say the same thing. But, yeah, she's uh, made the call, and in my eyes, it's probably the wrong one. But, um, 
as obviously an Egypt rider and obviously the management of fans, they they probably thought it was a good thing. Yeah, well, exactly. The you know, one, there's always going to be one section of the fans is happier about a decision than the other. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> of course. But um, you got the win overall. It was fifty-two thirty-eight. The final score. Um, the big story, I suppose, is Emil Saifutinov, who has written headlines wherever he's gone so far, what a signing this has turned out to be because there was always that question mark of how was it going to go getting Emil in the side? Um, what Was he still going to be the same rider that, that we know he was having had a year out? And I think he certainly answered those those critics and getting his first 15-point full maximum uh, yesterday uh, on, on Bank Holiday Monday as well. I mean, what a, what a guy to have in your team. Oh, it's, it's awesome, it, honestly. Um even when I first started, and you said, "Look, Emil's going to be in your team in like so many years' times," so I wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed anyone. Um, but yeah, having him in the team, mate, is is awesome. Um, it's it's so, so calm, and yeah, like you said, like he's been off the bike for well a year, and he's he's come to England, and he's yeah smashing it everywhere he went. Um, especially Leicester, the first time he went out on the track, he uh, yeah broke the track record, and he's never seen the place before, so. Yeah, honestly, mate, having him on, on the team is, is awesome. Uh, same same with Jason, two very experienced riders, and they're both at the top of their game. And, I've, I, well, to be honest, I, I learn off them. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question, really. What what do you learn from being around these riders? Obviously, ex- hugely experienced, some of the best riders in the world at, at this moment in time, even though Emil's not in the in the Grand Prix series. You fancy that if he was, he would be a serious contender still. And, you know formerly what number three in the world you've got a former world champion in Jason Doyle what what do they bring to you what do you take away from riding alongside those guys that then you might take on to the next meeting with say Redcar or wherever um to be fair like last year I was, I was pitted up next to to Jason and certain even for certain things on his bike so I asked like why have you got that on it or, or something like that and he'll um he'll tell you why but be, being around him in a team is it, they're such calm people and um Obviously, they go out there and get the job done. But when you see them in the pits, they're not like rushing around. They're calm, and um, yeah, they're obviously the mechanics they've got are extremely well, uh, really good. So it it just seeing it and and being around them, it it makes you feel like you're doing something right being alongside them. And then it, it's the confidence as well. When you've got them in the team, you know you're you're a strong team. So straight away you've you've got the confidence in your team that you're going to win or or it's going to be a close match. Um, and even if Sank's not working on, on your bike, to, um, like setup-wise, you know exactly who you can go to each time. And nine times out of ten, that they've got a spot, um, the setup spot on. So it, having them in the team, you, you just know what to do with your bikes. And if one's struggling one night, which they've proved they haven't yet, um, you could always go to the other one. But, yeah, it's just an honour to be in the same team with them. Looking at the sides you've faced already, you've you've faced them all uh, in the Premiership uh, aside Wolverhampton, who are coming up in the next few weeks. So, given your experiences of, of racing against all the sides, and and you've had the big clashes with the likes of uh, Bellevue and Sheffield, which, which side do you think's likely to cause you the most problems? Do you think as the season goes on? Um, for me, I know, I think it was Bellevue we got beaten by at home, um, but. Sheffield, um, it's Sheffield or Bellevue because Bellevue they're they're good at home. Um, in fact, we're extremely good at home. So they're the two which are um, which are up there. Um, but 
everyone can have a, a good day and everyone can have a bad day. It just depends how you perform on the night. And if we all perform well on the night, there's I can't see anyone beating us, but it's the same for, for both teams. Next week, it's knockout cup action for yourselves. Uh, you're facing Peterborough home and away with the, the first leg on Bank Holiday Monday at Peterborough and then back to uh, Foxhall on the Thursday. Uh, incidentally, both fixtures will be live on BSN as well. But Peterborough, I know that they've had problems in the league so far, but a, a tournament like this, you fancy you know, the knockout cup could be an opportunity for them to draw a line under that and uh, try and get something uh, something out of the Knockout Cup. And they certainly ran you close at uh, the East of England showgrounds at the start of the season. Yeah, they did. Um, to be fair, it's a tight meeting. And um, I was, personally, I didn't have the best of uh, nights that night, but I finished with a setup that, that seemed to go well. So I've, I wrote that down for next time we go there. But I think, um, yeah, every, every meeting's the same. And I know we all... It, if it's league or knockout cup, we we enter the the meeting the, with the same mindset. So it'll be nice to um like either pull a lead on on Monday and bring that into um Ipswich. But yeah, like I said before, anything can happen on the night. But with the team we've got, I'm I'm pretty uh, confident. More from Danny and Hume in a sec. Let's turn our attention now then to the Wolverhampton Wolves who were in action in the evening on Bank Holiday Monday at Monmore Green and they were 50-40 winners over the Peterborough Panthers in the first match at Monmore Green since the news of their stadium issues for next year came to light. The home side raced to a 24-12 lead after just six heats before being pegged by the Panthers who again struggled at number one as guest Chris Harris suffered machine damage in a heat one crash. Wolves number one Sam Masters walked away from that incident, as did teammate Ryan Douglas in a spectacular Heat 14 accident. Masters top scoring with 11 plus one, whilst Rory Schlein added 10 plus one bonus. Guests Nick Morris and skipper Hans Anderson were in double figures for the Panthers, who still await their first Premiership points of the season. In a moment, we'll hear from the Peterborough Panthers team boss, Rob Lyon. We'll also hear from Hans Anderson as well. But first, top scorer for Wolves, Rory Schlein, speaking with Ryan Guest. Well, Rory Schlein, 50-40 against Peterborough in the end. Another solid home win here at Mama Green. Yeah, um, I think, you know, yeah, the win's great, but I think, you know, the boys are a little bit battered as well. Some kit, sort of expensive night for some of the lads. So in, in hindsight, could have been a little bit more, but I think, you know, we've come out of it pretty lucky in a way because some of the accidents were, were pretty nasty. So, um, but yeah, 10-point lead, um, for, obviously for the return leg. And we do go around, we, we do ride that place quite well, Dougie, Sam. Um, so, yeah, it, it's good, you know. Um, track was racy, you know, a lot, lot of hard racing going on. So, um, yeah, another win. Yeah, we'll just keep on travelling. Yeah, obviously this was the, the first meeting here at Monmouth Green since the, the news broke a couple of weeks ago as well. We saw a, a, a huge crowd, the, there were council officials here, we had a, a lot of newbies as well and when you look at it from that perspective, a, a great night of racing, some spectacular action out there, some some big crashes, not that, that we want to see those, but for, for a big crowd with a lot of newbies, the, there was a lot on display tonight. I, I think you get that here at Monmouth majority of the weeks. Um, you know, I think... Uh, personally, I nearly fell off, off my chair when I got the message from CVS and, you know, uh, I can only imagine it must have been a kick in the guts uh, as, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm part of the furniture here now and, you know, it's a great track. The fans are fantastic. You should, you've seen the support tonight um, and that's why there's good movement. That's why there's a strong, strong um, belief and, and, and force that we will hopefully 
get something, you know, something that could, uh, you know, secure our future and um, and move forward because, you know, Speedway without Wolves is a bit of a dull place. Yeah, it definitely would be. Going back to, to tonight and yourself as well, back in uh, double figures in the Premiership as well, that, that must be a, a nice feeling. Yeah, it's yeah, been a bit of a uphill battle at the minute. Um, I, I said I'd need to find my rhythm. Got plenty of speed, you know, the kit's good and, and we've just sort of, yeah, it's like um, an out-of-balance wheel and that's what I feel like at the start at the minute. So we've been searching and searching and, Tonight, for some reason, we just went back to square one and all of a sudden, you know, ta-da, you know, the magic returns. So, gating's a mystery, like, as in when it, you know, to try and keep it, you know, consistent and, you know, constant throughout throughout season. So, it's good that hopefully I've got that out of my system now and, and can march on. So, but yeah, nice to get some double figures and uh, and race hard too. You know, when you think about Peterborough sort of depleted, you have a look at their lineup. a lot of them guys can ride this place very well and they showed that tonight. So, um, again, a win. Uh, keeps our home home record clean and uh, we'll keep going. Nevertheless, though, I know you say you're a, a tad disappointed with how it's took you to, to get up to speed, but nevertheless, when you consider the amount of time you've had away from competitive league racing while these boys have been carrying on, you, you, you must be pleased on that front that you've been competing as hard as you have early doors. Yeah, it, it's been good. You know, like I've, I've had plenty of speed. I've not, I've not doubted the speed and, and the belief. I just think it's gating can be like I said it's a bit of an art form and then if you just fall out of rhythm with it it can start sort of grinding on you and um, like I said we just sort of went back to basics of what we normally run around here and uh, you know I've been searching really hard at my home means at Berwick and I've struggled if I'm honest you know below well below par but fast still very fast you know competitive but you know it's uh, when you've got good guys you can't give them 10 yards at start you know it's just it's hard so tonight was just good good for the confidence and uh, moving forward you know, we'll, we'll hopefully reel off more wins. Yeah, and looking ahead to, to Thursday very quickly as well, uh, Leicester, newcomers to the top flight, they haven't quite got going at home yet as well, still getting bedded in there and uh, looking to, to capitalise on that on Thursday night now. Hopefully. Um, you know, the boys are obviously going to have to rest up. You know, I know Sam's a bit sore with his chest and Dougie's pretty pretty raw, so, um, you know, a few days off. Uh, boys straighten their bikes, you know, they've got, got a bit of work to do. So, look, we all ride it well. Uh, we've ridden it, obviously, in the championship. It's a track that very technical but um you know we 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 dougie rode there for a few seasons as well so we know the quick way around so uh we'll be going there for something Rorish line top scoring for wolves on bank holiday monday in their clash against peterborough and reaction from the peterborough camp to come shortly pleased to say also joining me along with uh, Danian hume is adam roynan of the pool pirates and the edinburgh monarchs academy this season but you're also involved in a a non-riding capacity in that wolves meeting as well and Looking at the league table, I know it's early days, but Bellevue, of course, have got this six-point lead. They have ridden seven meetings, though. Wolves have only got three. They're in third. You know, Wolves, Ipswich, Sheffield, once they catch up on the meetings, it's potentially going to make for a a tight top of the Premiership. And uh, Wolves always go about their business fairly quietly at this stage of the season. Peter Adams will tell you nothing's won in May, but you do fancy that they have got the potential to be in the mix once things get going. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I was at Wolverhampton uh, Monday night uh, against Peterborough watching watching that and mechanicing for, for my teammate at Pool, Zach Cook. And um, there's, there's just a lot of good racing, you know, like anyone can beat anyone in, in this, well, in that league, um, for example. So, um, it's definitely going to go right down to the wire, and I don't think anyone's going to run away with it because people can can certainly turn a corner in a season and and pull up surprise results. I know Peterborough haven't had the best start to their season, but there's no reason why they can't just hit form all at once and 
um, and just and I take a, a shop win away from home or something. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think that it's going is going to go right down to the wire. But yeah, you look at the strength of like Ipswich have got, and them sort of riders in that team, they're so experienced, and riders like that aren't going to dwindle in form or, or anything. And and riders like Daniel, they can back them up, and that's that's when teams become even stronger. Um, so yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it's going to be a hard season in the Premiership, I think. What do you think is going to be the one factor that's going to separate these clubs out? Um, I think apart from Peterborough, all the sides have got a strong number one. Obviously, Peterborough are working on that. Um, so, in theory, the, the, the teams should be fairly well balanced. But what do you think is going to be the, the deciding factor? The riders that race for, the, for their home clubs are so good at home. And it's so it's it's really difficult for teams to go like for, for Peterborough like a big track to go somewhere like Wolves. Wolves just um like there's that cook yesterday. He had, he had a really good race against Chris Harris. Um, he was turning back on him, and Bowman was turning back on him as well. And um, it's just riders that have like Chris Harris that are in the in squads that have had so many years racing around tracks compared to the other people so but I, I do think the home advantage is going to be a massive thing and if you've got to get your points points um from your home matches otherwise your season is dead and buried and uh yeah what you can do on the way from away from home is definitely like heightens your chances for for success towards the end of the season Adam Roynan and uh, Danian Hume, the guests this week on No Breaks, No Fear. And we'll have more from Danian and uh, Adam in a bit because we'll turn our attention to the Cab Direct Championship, which gets underway this week. Uh, although it's uh, knockout cup action and BSN series action, uh, mainly for those two, uh, first of all. But uh, let's go back to Peterborough and hear the thoughts of um, a couple of those involved. And we'll hear from Rob Lyon in a few moments. But first, Hans Anderson and his thoughts after that defeat to the hands of Wolves. It was a really good night for yourself, Tempo 12 on a track where we've seen you go well in the past. Look like you were feeling good out there. Yeah, I feel good. Um, you know, it's more track time for me. Uh, I rode in Poland yesterday. I just feel more and more um, confident on the bike and it shows on the track. And like you said, especially coming here, it's, it's always been a track I've shown liking for in the past. So it was nice to come back and perform well for the team. Unfortunately, we didn't win, but I still think as a team we've done all right. Uh, we had a few ips ips and bips with some of the riders but you know, just wait till this team clicks from one to seven obviously the heat one crash with bomber and sam masters did a lot of damage to bomber's bike and that's he normally goes very well around here and that obviously affected him yeah well no, it's never nice to have a crash to start out with a crash crash is never nice but especially the first one of the of the night and then it's sort of oh. but but yeah it was nice to see both of them walk away and still continue racing so yeah it was good we're seeing again that panthers 10 points adrift against a team who are very strong at home you're not that far away you just need to sort out that situation at number one yeah like you say uh, it is a team effort and at the moment we've actually we've not had a number one who's come in and either a guest had won or who's come in and scored well so it's just difficult we need a number one and you even got a good reception from the home crowd here tonight they seem to be clapping you which hasn't always been the case here <laughs> nah but <laughs> They know, they they know that I always come here and you know try to put on a good show and normally has rides well as well. So it's just nice to be welcome. Did that? And, yeah. and again, it's it's a place I'd hate to see go. Yeah. So, so yeah. fingers crossed, you know. Fingers crossed. Peterborough and Wolverhampton, yeah. two real big names of British speedway. And we've seen so many go in recent recent years, so we, yeah. we can't afford to be losing these trucks. No, no, without a doubt. 
Hans Anderson then of the uh, Peterborough Panthers with Dave Rowe. And Dave also had a chat uh, after that meeting against Wolves with the Peterborough team boss, Rob Lyon. Yeah, I think after the Heat 1 problem, I mean, obviously it was a... I mean, it was definitely, it was all full back every day of the week, to be honest with you. First first race, all forward together, and Bomber just picked up, and hands had come into him, and he had nowhere to go. Why do referees don't see that? I don't think referees, if I'm honest, I don't think referees actually appreciate how difficult these modern bikes are and how, how they can just literally take off in a split second like that. Yeah. Um, that's a shame, because that was an awful back incident, to be honest with you. Bomber's wrecked his, his Wolverhampton bike, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, so it's got nothing to do with what he did earlier today um, in terms of, you know, too many meetings, two, two days, two minutes in a day. Basically, had to go on his second bike, couldn't get it working properly. And, um, yeah, it's difficult, frustrating, really, because he's normally good for double figures around here. And, you know, two paid four is, is, is sums up our season, doesn't yeah. it? But, you know, the boys... Yeah, they did battle hard and uh, we were hanging on to their coattails all the meeting. We, we knew we weren't going to win it, but, you know, these days it's all about trying to keep it close as possible for the possible bonus point the other end, um, which is what I think we did. And to lose by 10 was a, a credible result for us, really. Perhaps the best we've seen hand ride for, for quite some time, really, really competitive. And you, you back that up with some decent points elsewhere and you aren't, you aren't again, not too far away. Exactly. And it just highlights that issue doesn't it you know we don't want to keep going on about it but it's, it's you know, the, the elephant in the room is uh, <laughs> the number one position and uh, yeah but fair play to Wolves they uh, just had enough in the tank to win it um, but yeah we battled hard and you can't really fault the boys for effort I mean it was a you know a good performance Nick Morris did a great job for us and and um, yeah just that number one position we missed the points so Peterborough have two and a half weeks till the next league I know it's knockout cup next week but they have two and a half weeks till the next league match and really if you're going to make something out of this season then something has to be sorted you would think by that point would you say 100% 100% uh, I did say before the meeting you know win lose win, say win lose or draw you don't draw these days yeah. do you but win or lose tonight won't affect the bigger picture yeah. you know, the bigger picture is uh, we all know what it is yeah. and uh, only sorting and um, yeah <laughs> you, just, feel, you feel like you, you know, you, you're saying the same old things every week, but um, you know, is what it is. Isn't it? Peterborough team manager Rob Lyons speaking there with uh, Dave Rowe after Peterborough's loss to Wolves on Bank Holiday Monday. And if you want to hear more from Rob Lyon, he was our guest in last week's episode. So quite a lot more with Rob Lyon. I don't think a great deal has changed uh, with uh, his thoughts uh, this week to last. So go back and listen to that one if you want to hear more about uh, what's going on there. Looking at the Premiership League table, then um, this is where things are up to at the start of May. The Bellevue Aces are the top of the table with 12 points but they have ridden seven fixtures which is more than the um the total of Ipswich who have ridden four so far they're on six points so quite a difference there Wolverhampton Wolves uh, three ridden and on five points the same for the Sheffield Tigers Leicester Lions also on three with three points Kingsland Stars have ridden three and have got two points the Peterborough Panthers have ridden five and have zero points so far so you can see where the problem is very much for the Peterborough Panthers of course still without a uh, recognised number one out and out heat leader there to 
to uh, help them out. So that's the Premiership picture. And just to round up this section, looking at uh, what's coming up this week, well, um, Leicester are in action against Wolverhampton in a Midlands derby. It's the East Midlands versus the West Midlands at the Pidcock Motorcycles Arena, Beaumont Park in Leicester on Thursday evening. And then we've got another bank holiday just around the corner, of course. May the 8th, knockout cup action. The Bellevue Aces facing a comeback bid against the Wolverhampton Wolves as they go into the meeting 26 points adrift. It's certainly going to be uh, a thrilling one there at the National Speedway Stadium as uh, Bellevue try and uh, reel that one in from early doors. Uh, Whilst Peterborough host the Ipswich Witches for the second time this season, this time, of course, in the knockout cup and uh, they'll be uh, back against each other on Thursday back at Foxhall. So that's the week ahead in the Premiership. In the next section of No Breaks, No Fear, turning our attention on the Cab Direct Championship. The league gets underway this week, but uh, plenty more action as well. We've got Knockout Cup action in the Championship and BSN Series matters to be decided as well. And we'll have more from two riders who are going to be involved in that with Danian Hume and Adam Roynan in the next part of No Breaks. Breaks, no fear. No breaks, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome back. I'm Ian Brannan. Uh, guests this week are Daniel Hume of the Red Car Bears and the Ipswich Witches, and we've got Adam Roynan of the Pool Pirates and the Edinburgh Monarchs Academy. Uh, we're going to have our uh, attention right now on the Cab Direct Championship, and uh, first of all, on the BSN Series, which is getting to the exciting part now where teams are getting confirmed for the semi-finals. Not least the Scunthorpe Scorpions, who travelled to Red Car on Friday, needing 41 race points to be sure of a place in the BSN series semi-finals and they achieved exactly that mark to wrap up victory in the group so they're sure to be heading through to the next round it means for the red car bears there's still work to be done after that 49 41 win over scunthorpe on friday whilst they did get the win of course scunthorpe got enough points and it means that red car can still be the best runner-up and get themselves through to the semi-finals in the BSN series that way by avoiding defeat at home to Birmingham on Saturday. And they're also through to the Knockout Cup quarterfinals as well against Glasgow following an emphatic aggregate success over Berwick. We'll hear from Danian about that fixture against Birmingham this weekend. But first, let's hear from a man who's been racking up a fair few points for all these various teams, both here and abroad, Ryan Douglas. Well, Ryan, on Friday night, Scunthorpe needed 41 points at Red Car to make it through in the, the BSN series. And... Uh, with yourself and Michael Palmtoft keeping Danny King at bay in heat 15, just about got there in the end. Yeah, it was probably a bit closer. We'd like to. I think we've got a good enough team to definitely do it. And um, yeah, I didn't have the best night myself. Obviously, got 10, but I kind of started on one bike and did three races and kind of wasn't winning too much and didn't have the speed, so I changed and didn't win heat 15, but I was a lot more competitive then. And then we managed to hang on and uh, hold off Danny. So yeah, it was good good for the club to make it through the next stage. Must have been a, a bit of a tense night though along the way. Yeah, obviously, um, with their, they had Richard. Uh, Lawson and Charles and, and, and Danny there's you know it's a spearhead there that you have to try keep under control and I think we did it to a point but uh, yeah I think a few of us would like to have a better night as well so at least we know if we go back there I think we can we can push them even closer. Yeah like you say six points up after six races as well and I know you were disappointed to, to let it slip but nevertheless when, when you look at our competitive red car raw on home shale it was important that you did get off to that good start. Yeah exactly it would, uh, left us that little bit of leeway which um, yeah it still went down to the last heat but um, yeah we managed to do it so no, we're happy. It's um, 
yeah, it's good for Scunthorpe. Obviously, the last couple of years haven't had much of the competitions. We get knocked out, been going home pretty early. So, yeah, it's nice to go to that next stage and hopefully we can build on that. Would you say it's been a steady enough start to the season for the Scorpions, particularly when you're still looking for a replacement for the injured Zane Kennedy down at reserve? Yeah, I think so. It's definitely made it tougher. Zane obviously would have been a great reserve this season. I think he would have kicked on and it's a shame, especially at Scunthorpe. He's very fast. So, yeah, it's hard to replace him, but uh, they're looking for a good replacement and hopefully they can find someone in the full-time position soon. But, yeah, other than that it's been a good start and especially at home I think uh, the team's going to struggle to keep up with us and uh, that gives us that bit more leeway when we go away. Yep and just finally for yourself uh, we're speaking ahead of uh, Wolverhampton's meeting on Monday night with Peterborough this uh, certainly appears to be one of the uh, the, the busier moments in your career it's a, it's a hectic schedule you've got this week just talk us through. Yeah exactly oh, I'll race obviously at Red Car Friday Sunday Poland today Wolves, obviously, and then, yeah, every day until next Monday again with a flying in from Poland from 12 o'clock start at Bellevue. So it's going to be pretty hectic, but, um, yeah, while the meetings are here and I'm feeling I'm riding pretty well, I might as well make the most of it and try to score some good points. Dougie, all the best for the weekend. Cheers, thank you. I do believe that's our first episode of Ryan on Ryan as Ryan Guest talks to Ryan Douglas uh, through the course of the season and there's Dougie talking about his busy season and busy week, really, uh, this next uh, couple of weeks, certainly, and uh, he's piling up the points. So, Scunthorpe Scorpions are through to the semi-finals of the BSN series along with Poole and Glasgow. So, one space remains and uh, it's advantage Redcar Bears on that for being best runner-up. In order to achieve that, they need to beat the Birmingham Brummies on Saturday. But, um, Danny and Hume, you're with us. Uh, you're going to be riding in this meeting uh, Obviously, everybody's expecting Redcar to go through. Birmingham will be equally looking to get a victory on the road on the board. Um, and you just never know in Speedway. You, you can't take anything for granted here. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, we can't take them um, for granted. We've just got to go out there and um, yeah, enjoy it. And um, yeah, hopefully not get any su- surprises on the way and hit them hard from, from the first heat and hopefully get them down. And yeah, and then ho- hopefully after that we can walk away of it. But yeah, like Adam was saying, anything can happen on the night. They they could come good. Um, the track might suit them, but um, yeah, um, it'll be good to to get a big big lead early on and yeah, settle down halfway through the meeting. On that subject that we've mentioned before about um, team spirit, you know, as much as anything else, the the, the right bunch of guys. You said that about Ipswich earlier. Um, I think the same for Red Car as well. It seems to be a good bunch of people. You know, you got Danny King in the side, and I mentioned this to Gavin Parr the other week that a rider such as Danny knowing what he's helped bring to other sides and obviously somebody that you know well from uh, from Ipswich as well that you do seem to have a, a team full of captains almost yeah we do and we've got um, obviously on paper we've we've really got three number ones in our team as well so um, if well they, it's like how Paul were last year um, they, they had like three number ones and um, they had they weren't so strong at reserve, um, but this year I feel like Redcar put together a, a really strong team, and right the way through to one to seven, um, we are strong. And if we all click on on one night, um, it, it it should be a good meeting. We're stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially at reserve, you'd say, Rhino, yeah. Oh, all the way through. No, <laughs> you got to big your own. You got to big your own team up, but. Um, <laughs> Like you know, Daniel, like they have, they have built um, Redcar. They they're looking for success, um, and I, I know that from being there. 
for a, a small part of last season. But yeah, they, they've built a team that they think will do the job come the end, um, like Poole have done. Where and, and I know Daniel um, was in the team at Poole when I was mechanicing for, for Danny King, mentioning him quite a lot today. His ears will be burning. And um, and Dan, Daniel was in the team at Poole. You can just feel the team spirit. And if you can have a team spirit, like the next year you go and you go to a different club or something and team spirit's not the same, you just, you really, you can tell like, like the difference it does make having a, a team that do everyone bonds and gets on well. And it doesn't so much... You don't have to be team riding out on track. It's just the the atmosphere in the pits that results in the points for yourself on track. And yeah, I think that Red Car have they've built a, a team where anywhere that you've got a, a majority of, of British people or English speaking people um in a team, you're always gonna have good banter and you're always gonna get on well. And yeah, both Poole and Red Car have, have done that for this season. Does it feel like that to you, Daniel? You know, you've been in these these kind of sides before. Um, does it does it does it have the right vibe like Ryan was saying there? Exactly, I I can completely echo what what Adam's just said. Um, yeah, it it is great being being part of that team, and um, I, I wouldn't want to be on the opposite side. So, say if you're like an away rider, and a team comes to you, and that you you can tell straight away that they all get on as riders, and all the mechanics click as well. That um, and if you're in that team and you're looking across the pits to, to seeing that, you'd kind of that that it would put you down, and you'd want to be part of that team. And and luckily enough, me and Adam are, we're part of those sort of teams. And yeah, and that's where success can come from. Adam, for you, you're, you're part of the Pool Pirates, uh, and you are already through now to the next round of the BSN series. So the semi-finals await. You're not sure of your opposition, of course, just yet. Um, but obviously, any any form of silverware is is hugely important to uh, to pool. That they they, uh, they do have somewhat of a collection, and uh, the BSN series, uh, no doubt, uh, very much in their target. Yeah, and they've just bought an extension on the trophy cabinet, ready for for this season's trophies as well. So that's <laughs> that's good to know. Um, but yeah, it, it's just uh, when when I was watching at pool for so many years, like when Daniel was in the team there. It's just like, well, like what Daniel just said, you do want to be a part of it. I know that Pool have um, back-to-back pits. So you can't really see what's happening um, on either side of the pits, really, or what, what riders are doing. But it's just such a, a good atmosphere to be involved in. Like, like you said, the, the mechanics all get on. Um, the track staff, everyone just wants to help one another. And it kind of makes your job so much easier. For your four minutes that you have to go out onto a track, it's... It's so it's enjoyable rather than you stressing about lots of other aspects of a, of a meeting. So, um, yeah, Pool have, have really got that that nailed on, and um, it's, yeah, it's it's a pleasure to be a part of. Your fixtures uh, also now taking into account the you got the knockout cup as well, where once again you're facing Plymouth, and what a fixture that was the other week. Where I mean, it was all over by Heat Five, wasn't it? I, I don't think we've ever really seen a a match very regular, well, certainly not regularly in, in British Speedway, where not only is, is, is a side going down to consecutive five ones, but also a five nil on top of that. And we're saying on BSN, it can't, yeah. get, it can't, it can't get any worse. And then it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just kept getting yeah, more and more. And then every time that a rider went out, it's like, please don't let it be me being the one that gets beat by another, like an opposing rider. You know, like when you've, when you've had five one, five one, five one, someone has to stop that eventually that one of the away riders has to, or the opposing riders has to beat um, the the other team. So, yeah, I, I'm glad it wasn't me um, that, that did that. 
I think that when Plymouth come back, they'll come back with revenge. Like when we went to to Plymouth, they did the exact same thing to us, pretty much as what we we did to them. Um, so I feel it'd be a lot more of an even fixture against against Plymouth. It's two good teams, and riders for Plymouth had off nights. Um, there's no there's no reason why our team can't can't do exactly replicate what we have just done, but we'll be a, a tougher fight because everything everything will be different, and um, I expect Plymouth to be a lot a lot tougher the next time we do face them. And say different competition, and um, yeah, it's one ones that both will want to win. So every every race matters, and you, you can't just say oh like you can get to heat six or seven or whatever, and just sort of like be in there. You've literally got to make every race like it's a heat fifteen, like it's a, a heat decided because like the the points do matter. Like we, when we were at Plymouth, and um, we were getting battered to start with, but then we started coming back in the match, and we, we really almost nearly won it if it wasn't for some refereeing decisions that didn't go our way. So you have to like hang in there for every single race because you don't know what, what the outcome could be. So every point you can score is worthy in the end. What have you learned since becoming part of the Pool Pirates um, team with working with um, Neil Middleditch, for example? Because you know, he, I don't think there's any Speedway manager, maybe the exception of, say, like Peter Adams, who's been around for so long and won so much. But, you know, he just seems to be always, I know he's not always the case, but he always seems to be fairly cool, calm, collected, and seems to have a plan for for whatever situation you find yourself in. Yeah, I was really surprised. On the first track walk, I, I didn't really know what to expect because I've never had Midlow as a, as a team manager before. I've never even guested for them or anything. So um, on the, on the the track walk and we all huddled together and we saw this have a uh, discussion about the the meeting ahead. I, I didn't know really what to expect, but it was just so laid back. It was, you know, you don't, you got to do boys, go out and do it. And I was like, all right, yes, that's yeah, quite to the point. No problem. And it just, it just says all the time. And then sometimes you'll say, oh, we, we really want to win this or, um, so it's not so much extra effort. He just you think, Christ, yeah, he actually really does want to win this, and he wants us to win it for him and and the club. So, um, it's just you understand every um decision they're wanting to. I've never seen that before. Four kids. I don't know if it's a speedway, but four kids have just rolled past on push bikes, having like a little little race to doing a block, you know, which is a left hand circle, which is quite good. They're doing speedway on road. Which is quite. That's quite. That's quite different. That's <laughs> Should give us some tips. <laughs> give us some tips. Dive bomb. <laughs> um, um, so, but it's a really just a really good collective uh, team effort. And there's a lot of riders that's been in the team for a number of years. Um, and with Middlelaw knowing his job, what he, the job he wants of of his riders, he just comes up to you. If you've had a tough ride, he comes up and it's just instant positivity out of his mouth and that's what you really want to hear you don't want to be not spoken to you actually just want to be reason with the the problem or whatever happened and make it right and Midlow's the perfect one that, that does that and similar question for you I suppose um, Daniel you, you working with obviously you've got a couple of teams so how does life differ at, at Ipswich from how things are handled at Redcar because I think that Two, uh, obviously, two very different um, lifestyles, I suspect. Yeah, exactly. Um, but at, at the end of it, you, both teams are you, you want to win. So, um, yeah, Richie, I can't ask for a, for a better team manager than him. He's um, obviously been there as a rider, 
and um, yeah, he's pretty laid back as well. But like for example, yesterday with the local derby, um, it was like a, a must win. Um, he didn't want to lose to Kings Lynn. Um, obviously, there's a bit of history behind that. But yeah, um, same with um, with Redcar. It's I haven't um, obviously rode for them before, so I didn't really know what to expect. But I find with them, it's like uh, the love for the sport which which they've got. It's um, it's a different sort of pressure. Um, they absolutely love the speedway and. I've never really dealt with um, gavel or the swells before, but mate, I'm I'm blown away with with what they do uh, for the club, and um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it there. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the BSN series, Glasgow surged into the semi-finals with a dominant 58-32 win over Berwick at Ashfield. The Tigers topping the Scottish group with eight points, taking match and aggregate points at Ashfield. It leaves the Bandits hoping for a big Birmingham victory at uh, Redcar on Saturday. So it's not entirely over yet. There is that outside chance. Uh, Home skipper Tom Brennan raced to a 15-point maximum as Glasgow won all but two of the heats. Chris Harris with 11 plus one and Benjamin Basso on 11 also scoring double figures. Thomas Jorgensen top scoring for the visitors with 11 but they were hampered with the loss of Jonas Knudsen who suffered abdominal and groin injuries in a big heat one crash. Tigers reserve Ace Piper was also later withdrawn with lower back pain after a heavy spill later on in that meeting. Oxford are through to the Championship Knockout Cup semi-finals following a 45-all draw at Edinburgh on Friday. The Cheetahs took an 18-point first-leg lead into the meeting and made sure of progression in double-quick time, flying to a 27-15 advantage on the night before the Monarchs fought back in the second half. Scott Nichols keeping up his superb early-season form with a 12-point maximum for the visitors. Sam Masters adding 11 on his old home track with Justin Sedgman on 10, who was guesting. Uh, guest Richie Worrell picked up 10 for the hosts. Let's hear from Sam Masters then after his first trip back to Armadale after changing sides of course over the course of the winter uh, here he is with Ryan Guest well Sam first and foremost uh, Oxford Cheetahs through to the, the Championship Knockout Cup semi-finals a, a solid couple of legs over Edinburgh yeah it was good we uh, we, we started with a big win at, at home which made life easy for us to go to Edinburgh we had a few track specialists up there so it was, would have been silly if we, we'd lost that but um, yeah it was it's a nice start to the season with Oxford it's, it's been enjoyable um, yeah I'm enjoying my speedway all round, really. Yeah, in that home leg, though, um, with that, that crash Louis Kerr had in, in Heat 4 in his opening ride, just from a, a rider's perspective, it looked horrific from the outside, but from a, a rider's perspective, it, it really was something spectacular, wasn't it? Yeah, mate, that was a massive crash. It, uh, we thought he could have been a lot more hurt, but he was actually not too bad in the end, and um, a few days off and he'll be, he'll be fine. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good way to start the start the tyre, but we got the job done in the end, and... Um, yeah, we'll go, go to the next one. Yeah, going back to Edinburgh on Friday and rocking up in the away side of the pits, I bet that was a, a pretty strange moment for yourself, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really weird. It was, uh, when I raced against him on, on Wednesday, it wasn't as bad at Oxford, but when I actually went up there and, and seen all of our friends and uh, all the people we know up in, up in Edinburgh, it was a little bit weird to be in the away side, but they gave me a warm welcome and... Uh, I don't think many of them have too much of a grudge that I've left and, and they understand the circumstances. But, uh, yeah, it was a little weird, but I was there to do a job. 
Earlier in the season we spoke about how a lot's been mentioned about Oxford's top three with yourself, Scotty and Louis, but nevertheless, when you look at Jordan, uh, Luke, Cam and Henry as well, that we've, we've seen some encouraging signs from those boys early doors as well. Yeah, we, they signed myself, Louis and, and Scotty for the experience and uh, so we can help the younger fellas get better and it seems to be working so far. It is early in the season, so uh, but you've got to take your hat off to the, the, fella, the, the four boys under us three and they're all doing an awesome job. Cam was awesome on Wednesday, and so was and so was Jordan, and then the two reserves are doing their job as well. So uh, if we keep it like that all year, I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, and just finally, first league fixture of the, the season on Wednesday night as well. Red car at home. It's going to be an interesting one because when you look at the teams on paper, they're, they're two teams that have been assembled very similarly. It's going to be very tough. Um, you know, they've got some guys that actually like riding around Oxford. I, that's what I'm hearing. Um, so it's going to be very tough. Hopefully he can make good starts and, uh, yeah, get a good win. Sam Masters there uh, on Oxford progressing through to the semi-finals of the Knockout Cup in the Cab Direct Championship and, of course, getting their league season underway on Wednesday at home to Redcar, uh, which means you're back in action once again as well, Daniel, because uh, on the road and busy time for you riders now, isn't it? This week's pretty busy now. I've obviously got tomorrow Oxford and then Thursday back at Kings Lynn. And then, yeah, Saturday, uh, Redcar. And I think I've got three meetings next week, but it's bike time. And like, I, I don't like it when you look at your fixtures and one week you're racing like three or four times and then you might have two weeks off. And then it, it, I, I like being in the swing of things and don't want to be going rustic. <laughs> do, do you still got a trials bike, Daniel? No, I, uh, I wish I did in the winter, to be fair. Like, I was just twiddling my thumbs and... I, I didn't really know of anyone even going out on their speedo bike this winter because it was so bad. But next year, I think that's, well, I say next year, this off season, I think that might be something I might, I might get again, a trials bike, and it's it's good. Did, Ian, did you know that, that Daniel's an exceptionally good trials rider? I, I didn't. I didn't. I know that a lot of riders do do it, though, don't they, to sort of keep themselves on a bike and stuff? Oh, yeah, but we the riders like that do do it to keep on a bike and stuff are all right, but Daniel is better than all right he's, he's bloody good on it i'll probably be rusty now i used to be all right <laughs> i've been on one for about seven years oh you need to get one get back on it <laughs> <laughs> sounds fun let's just round up the, the the championship stuff um and looking at the week ahead cab direct championship getting into full swing this week um scunthorpe have already faced an away trip to plymouth plymouth the winners there in that fixture on um Tuesday night. So Plymouth Gladiators 49, the Scunthorpe Scorpions 41. One match ridden. Currently, the Plymouth Gladiators are top of the Cab Direct Championship. Obviously, we've got a long way to go, but that one meeting is uh, on the board. Looking ahead to the rest of the week then, and um, after that, it's uh, the Scorpions racing against Birmingham in the Knockout Cup at Perry Bar on Wednesday night, that one live on BSN. Oxford also involved in two league matches as they host Redcar on Wednesday before travelling to Glasgow on Friday. The Pool Pirates hosting the Plymouth Gladiators in the first leg of the Knockout Cup tie Wednesday as we mentioned earlier with Adam and Redcar will secure qualification to the BSN Series semi-finals as best runners-up if they avoid defeat at home to Birmingham on Saturday night at the Echo Arena so that's how things look in the Cab Direct Championship and we'll have more 
have a picture on what's going to be happening in the championship next week probably after a few meetings and how that uh, league is fully shaping up in the next fast of no breaks no fear we'll uh, round things up a little bit of reaction from Milden Hall who uh, were riding at the weekend against the Berwick Bullets so some reaction to come from there and uh, we'll uh, have a full look at all of the fixtures for the week ahead here in the next part of no breaks no fear No brakes, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome back. In this final part, we'll have some reaction from the National Development League as the Mildenhall Fen Tigers took on the Berwick Bullets last weekend. Adam Roynan is with us, who also rides in the National Development League for the Edinburgh Monarchs Academy, but also the Pool Pirates. And also, he's part of the BSN team and uh, commentates alongside me on uh, most of the fixtures, in fact, so far this season although we're having to call a guest in this week as Chris Harris who else are you going to call when you need a guest uh, comes in to uh, help us at Birmingham for Birmingham versus Scunthorpe but uh, Adam we've also done these track walks as well and I think what a lot of people have started to notice is that how differently some of the riders will react with you versus most people from the media and I've said this to you I said that people will speak to you much more differently than they would speak to me because they know you and obviously you're a rider many of these lads like Robert Lambert like uh, Dan Bewley you know they've they've grown up knowing you as as a rider and just have a listen to this this was the Dan Bewley one at the National Speedway Stadium where I don't think ever before has a track walk been done in a Cumbrian dialect here we are on the entrance to turn one looks like there's a bit of fluff on outside Oh, you have to watch the guitar wide and handsome, Mike. <laughs> You'll be a good first lap. Try and build it and then get to the dirt. And uh, if it's all good, going good, you know, bingo, bango, you're away and just check out. That's the, that's the goal. And we're Cumbrian, so we know exactly about how not to be boring. Yeah, just on the edge of knowing it could have killed you, but didn't. That's but what did I it? Oh, what a fine line that is. Yeah. From dirtometer to GP. Yeah, I was, I was talking. <laughs> it was oh. a bit of a fork in the road, you know. I was thinking about the dirt line, you know. Yes. Dan, thank you so much for coming on chat walk with us. It's been grand about it. I'll catch you later. Hi, young fiddle. <laughs> so there's um, there's you with uh, with Dan Adam. But I say you, uh, people can hear that. But that's a different kind of interview with a speedway rider that you wouldn't ordinarily hear from Dan Bewley. Yeah, they're just human beings, aren't they? And uh, um, I, I can only, I can just relate for that for that reason just thinking of, of people as, as they're just humans and we all breathe the same air is Cal Howarth um, so I was every time that we, I used to um, be in a team with, with Kyle and things and if you see like a police officer or something yes you've got to respect some things but he said they're just people in uniforms at work he said they're just there to do a job you don't have to do anything daft or anything silly but he said they're just people in uniforms you don't there's no need to be sort of like put them on a, on a pedestal or anything I, I really sort of like took that on board and I thought, well, yeah, like um the first time that I met Jason Crump um a couple of years ago, I was like, wow, that's Jason Crump. I've like I've idolized him for so many years on on the telly. And um but then he was just the most genuine down to earth person ever. And and then so when when you can sort of bring that sort of like to the to the conversation of just just be normal. I know normal is such a, a word about how what is normal, but if people can just feel relaxed and at ease or something, it, it makes it does like bring out like Dan Bewley. You wouldn't have ever expected him. The way that you hear him um speak on on like the, the world stage, um he's got this sort of robotic 
uh, voice that he, he speaks in because that's the way he gets everything across that he needs to say. Where we found a fork on the track and he just comes out with a little quip of, oh, that's a fork in the road. Like, amazing that he just comes up so, so, so quickly. And it just, it's nice that I can um, make Speedway is such an accessible sport. Um, there's not often like footballers you might get to catch them for an autograph or a, or a picture on the way to the coach something where speedway you can really get to like get to know people by by spending spending not not a long period of time but a little bit of time with them so when um i do have the ability or the chance to kind of just just make people feel or make them seem like they're not these they're just people that just put helmets on and, and ride around the track they are actually genuine characters of of life as well so it's 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 good that I can do that, and it's you just take it really light-hearted and um, serious, obviously, with the track and getting the point across of what we, we need them to. But um, people like Dan uh, to bring out his accent and stuff like that, I, I thought that was superb for for the viewers. And then that bingo bango bully thing came up, and there was people like trying to sell T-shirts with it on, and there's like posts on social media quoting it, and you know that was like weird to see that people have like latched onto that straight away yeah i know how mad is that bingo bango bully like so yeah it, he's uh definitely that's um that'll stick with him for for many years to come now we'll have to we'll have to do a, a danyan track walk um when when red cow are out and or something or, or it switch we have to we might have to do a multi-track walk get two riders out instead maybe one from each team or something we'll have to like keep changing it up keep keep evolving there you go, Daniel. Next time we're at a red car meeting, uh, you're on the track walk, right? Or Ipswich. That's right. Give, give me plenty of notice. <laughs> Next Monday, then. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> it'll, just, it'll, it'll just say kind of thing like, all right. <laughs> I want to sign you in there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, go to the National Development League now. Milden Hall made it two NDL wins out of two by defeating the Berwick Bullets 49-41 in an entertaining clash at West Row on Sunday. The Bullets were much improved compared to recent visits where they'd registered scores of just 22, 33 and 29 points, whereas this contest went down to a last heat decider. Alfie Botel getting 14, Lee Complin 11 plus 1 secured the victory for the home side with a 5-1 in the last race. Complin having dropped his only points when he was disqualified from Heat 13 after a clash with Connor Coles. We'll hear from him in just a sec. Reserve Aaron Butcher weighed in with 9 plus 1. Former Milden Hall rider Coles and Danny Phillips both scoring 11 for the Bullets with reserve Jamie Holder on 9 plus 2. In a moment we'll hear from Jason Gardner, the team boss of Milden Hall. But first, here is Connor Coles with Mike Boswell. Boys all did well, kept it close most of the way through. We just lost it a bit at the end. And you know, looking at the team makeup, you have got yourself, you've got Greg, um, pretty much looking down the line. Good scores from here. And after Bellevue, obviously Leicester, must be a bit more confidence in the team after today. Yeah, definitely. Like we've both, we've come to, for instance, Leicester. Ken, we got smoked, but come to went to Leicester, come to Mildenhall, and they're always tough places for away teams. And uh, to push them both, both teams that close, I think. We should be on for a good side this year. Awesome. And yourself, obviously, you're doing uh, doubling up this year. How are you finding it so far? Awesome. Uh, it's been my best year to date. Uh, I said that last year, and so it means I'm obviously progressing. And as long as I keep going in that direction, I should be 
getting there. Well, Mildenhall certainly putting their marker down early in the National Development League. Another victory for the Fen Tigers. Here's the team manager, Jason Gardner. All credit to Berwick. They came here, they stuck in, they did a job and they've got a solid top three and they certainly made us work for it. But from a neutral, that was a really entertaining meeting. Team manager, quite quite enjoy it as much when it's that close but our boys stuck together did the job and got the result in the end uh, yeah and when we do look down there obviously a, a couple of things happened heat in heat number 13 there was that running between obviously lee complin and connor coles your take on it as a team manager tough to call it like really tight corner but these boys are racing and going for the points and lee wants to win every heat and sometimes the riders just locked up but i thought lee just sort of and um, thought Connor Coles had sort of turned in a little bit but again that's a hard call to make but I had a word with a referee tried to put my case across but sometimes these things go against you Looking at the week ahead then, still early days in the National Development League, but Kent are on a northern tour this coming weekend as they visit Edinburgh on Friday before moving to Berwick on Saturday in a meeting which follows the Bandits versus Scunthorpe match in the Cab Direct Championship. Scunthorpe hosts the opening round of the 500cc and 250cc British Youth Championships following their Championship Knockout Cup match against Birmingham. So that's all hotting up there. So finally then, before we go, let's have a look at the full fixture picture for the week ahead Wednesday May the 3rd Cab Direct Championship action at Oxford as Oxford Cheetahs take on the Red Car Bears 7.30 the start time. Championship Knockout Cup quarter final first leg, Bull Pirates versus the Plymouth Gladiators and it's the Birmingham Brummies against the Scunthorpe Scorpions Thursday in the Premiership action at the Pigcock Motorcycles Arena as the Leicester Lions take on the Wolverhampton Wolves Friday Cab Direct Championship Glasgow Tigers against the Oxford Cheetahs 7.30 at Ashfield Knockout Cup quarter-final second leg between Scunthorpe and Birmingham at 7.30 and National Development League action Edinburgh versus Kent and the British Youth Championships uh, follows the Knockout Cup fixture at Scunthorpe as we just mentioned on Saturday Championship Cab Direct Championship League action for Berwick Bandits as they take on the Scunthorpe Scorpions that's an earlier start time of 6.30 to allow for the National Development League clash between Berwick and Kent afterwards and BSN series action at the Echo Arena Red Car Bears versus the Birmingham Brummies 7.30 the start time and uh, then on Monday Bank Holiday Monday once again of course and we've got Knockout Cup first round second leg action between the Bellevue Aces and the Wolverhampton Wolves uh, Wolverhampton with uh, a 26 point lead going into that one a noon start time there at the National Speedway Stadium and there's action in uh, Peterborough as well at the uh, East of England showground Peterborough Panthers versus the Ipswich Witches 7.30 the start time that fixture will be on BSN Tuesday Championship Knockout Cup quarter final second leg between the Plymouth Gladiators and the Pool Pirates starting at the Coliseum at 7pm and that rounds up everything that's happening over the next week just a heads up as well you've got the Pool Pirates versus Swindon select meeting next week as well that's next Wednesday May the 10th so there's uh, your lineup of British Speedway for the week ahead thanks as ever for joining us in this episode of No Breaks No Fear enjoy your speedway wherever you're going to be taking it in and we'll be back with you again next week next Wednesday the next episode will be available rounding up all of that action that we've talked about and looking ahead to the week coming up keep up to date with everything happening in British Speedway on social media Twitter, Facebook, Instagram for all the official word as and when it happens and 
before we go, thanks to my guests, Adam Roynan and Danian Hume. And you two might be facing each other soon enough in the uh, in the BSN series semi-finals. We'll wait and see. Yes, yeah, uh, get to hang out with your mates, don't you? It's all, it's all good. That's it. Awesome. Ride safe, guys, and we'll catch you next week on the next episode of No Breaks, No Fear. No Breaks, No Fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Podcast Network.